0: Back, quickest intro in the motherfucking game. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, hello. Welcome back to the For All Else podcast. Uh, my name's Jamal. Hola, <laughs> hola again. Buenas tardes. It is nine o'clock. What is good with y'all? I'm all over the shop today. It's been a day. Hey? It was a day, yes, bro. When I say, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Why am I talking like I'm um, actively just talking to one person? Hold on, bring bring it back in real quick. Bring in the Prohibition Type B. When I say I had a bad day yesterday, I do not say that lightly. Actually, it wasn't a bad day. It was a, it was a bad evening. It was like the day was fine. Actually, no, it wasn't. It was a lot of small inconveniences and things that went wrong to lead into just like an absolutely catastrophic evening. Um, but that's a later problem. I'll talk about that later. Um, COVID, y'all know what it is. <laughs> Actually, no, well, let's not start with COVID because uh, since I last recorded, Victoria had a fucking earthquake. What in the end of times is going on? We had a, a whole earthquake. I recorded a podcast on Monday, I think, Monday or Tuesday, whenever it was. And I was basically just like, haha, this is the end times. We've got riots in the streets. We've got uh, people marching, shutting down highways. Global pandemic. Uh, strong anti-vax movement. I was like, haha, funny end of times, you know, uh, apocalypse movie. <laughs> and then the next morning, I wake up and I'm just like hanging out in bed. And I'm five floors up. So this, like, <laughs> the building was moving. This shit starts rocking. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So, like, I jumped up. All the bottles started falling off my bar. So I was playing, like, I don't know. It felt like a Tom and Jerry moment where Jerry's just trying to catch everything. Um, No, Tom. Tom's trying to catch everything that, like, Jerry's throwing at him. And then, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, bottles of alcohol, Safe. That, that was the most important thing. <laughs> Secondly, sprinted out the door. Um, my bedroom door, that is. And I was just like, who? <laughs> Ali, did you turn on the dryer and then just like make it fall over? Um, it turns out it was nothing. I looked outside. The wind, it was about as still a day as you could find. But <laughs> an earthquake. Bro, we had an earthquake. What the fuck? And the crazy thing is, it was only, like, 40 Ks off the shoreline. Like, we had an earthquake five years ago, I think. And that was, like, a a three. And we were... (laughs) Some dude's chair in his backyard fell over and everyone... You know, there was that joke for, like, a month. Melbourne will rebuild. I'm like, shut up, you're not funny. But this one, like... It was a six. That ain't nothing to fuck with. Um... Luckily, everything around here was fine. Checked in on the fam. The fam was fine. Chapel Street, <laughs> Betty's Burgers took a nose dive. She said, "See you later." <laughs> they they, uh, <laughs> they had the health inspector in. They got a C minus for you know fucking architecture, and they were just like, "Ah, fuck it, we'll be fine." Earthquake, fuck you. <laughs> Bizarre. It is bizarre to think that in the past, you know, week, we've had an earthquake, we've had uh, this COVID shit still going on, intense lockdown and um, like riots in the streets. Like that is, that is Middle East shit. And not in, and people are just like, well, Victoria is the fucking worst place to be on the planet. I'm like, bro, if you switch on to any and I mean any developing country footage, the main streets of wherever, this is a fucking Tuesday, a Tuesday. I don't want to hear it. Um, what else is going on? That was the earthquake, a, a, an experience for sure, especially being five floors up. Um, a little scary, but it subsided. Um, I wish I was asleep just to see if I could sleep through an earthquake because I'm quite a heavy sleeper. Um, so I've been told much like my dad who could, who probably could sleep through an earthquake. That man is a log. Um, COVID, (laughs) it it was funny. Um, it wasn't funny. Because I woke up this morning and every morning, like clockwork, whatever time I wake up, whether it be 6 a.m. or 12.30 p.m., first thing I do on the phone, coronavirus Victoria. And I saw like, oh, we had 700 cases this morning. I was like, wow, that's good. That's going against the modelling um, that they predicted. Because I like with the modelling and the way we're going and the way that New South Wales was going, we're... Due to hit a thousand soon, <laughs> and then there was a report later today that was just like, "Oh yeah, we we forgot two hundred cases." How the fuck do you just leave out two hundred cases? Apparently, there was like a technological thing that is beyond my comprehension. But how you just leave out two hundred cases like that is bizarre. So yeah, we're well on our way to a thousand. Which is... Whatever. I mean, it's it's all... Um, vaccine thresholds now, anyway. I'm recording this on a Tuesday, so I'm pretty sure we can go golf now. So that's exciting. And that's something I might actually do. because I, I do love to golf. Um, get out the old... <laughs> the old sticks. Give a ball. And if, not, if nothing else, just to do something. You know? Because I... Yeah... It's been rough. Actually, we will get to it because I had a super fucking rough moment. <laughs> Yesterday, I woke up at whatever, like 10, 10.30. And you know when, you're like, you start the week and it's dumb because I shouldn't think like this. But when small things, small inconvenient things happen to you and you're just like, wow, this is the type of week it's going to be, hey... <laughs> So the first thing that happened, so I live on the fifth floor. I was going out um, to do my shopping and the elevator was on the fifth floor. And when I went to press the button down, it went all the way down to the bottom. (laughs) Like before I got in, I was like, fuck. (laughs) I was like, that's such a stupid thing to think as like a minor inconvenience. But I was like, oh, here we go. And then the thing that I was just like, okay, this day is going to be grim. This day is going to be grim." Ville. So so I bring my um, reusable shopping bags to um, when I do shopping. So Monday shopping day, meal prep day, whatever. Go shopping, start at Aldi, get the stuff at Aldi, cool. Drive over to Coles. It's all in the same building, but like I just can't be fucked walking. Um, Drive to Coles. And I had, I brought my own, Cole's disposable bag. And while I was starting to scan stuff through, it scanned the bag, and I know it's only 15 cents, but I was like, oh, that was 15 cents I could have saved. <laughs> Woe is me. I just cracked the shit. It's the like, fuck. It's a shit day. It's a shit day to be me. So there was that, and then I... What else did I do yesterday? There, there was that period, and then I did meal prep. And then... I went to the beach to go for a walk, just to, like, go for a walk. It was a really nice day yesterday. It was a really nice day today as well. I just went for a walk, and (laughs) I put a playlist on, and I don't know what it was about the playlist, but it just, like, really wired me in a... Not in a good way. There's no good way to be wired, I feel like. But I just got really wired and i got home and i was so like anxious and just really tense um <laughs> cuz yeah it it put me in a place where i was just like oh fuck like you you think about things that it's not that you don't want to think about them but it reminds you of what you don't have now and i was just, on the way home driving and this song was playing I was like it's a beautiful song Um, Cherry Wine by Grant Perez listen to it it's magic (laughs) I was just like screaming I was like fuck like why do I do this to myself listening to a song that just like (laughs) reminds you of things that you don't have and potentially can't have you just like fuck why am I doing this to myself so I got home super wired Um, and I just got like you know when you get really like anxious and in a place where you just can't eat like I'm I'll always eat right like <laughs> in sickness like physical sickness in health I'm always down to make a meal and um just cook eat you know that that's one thing I've got really good at but yesterday it got to the point where I just didn't eat after lunch and, like, I'm at the point where I'm eating, like, four, five meals a day because I'm just, like, hungry for some reason. <laughs> this is a thrilling story. <laughs> I'm hungry. Um, no, but it got to the point where it was, like, 8 o'clock. I hadn't eaten since, like, midday. Um, I was just like, oh, I'm, I can't eat. I'm not hungry. I don't want to order food. <laughs> you know what I'll do? You get one guess at home. If you guessed <laughs> drinking, you'd be correct. Ding, 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 ding. Um, so without eating for most of the day, I polished off three quarters of a bottle of rum and got blackout drunk. <laughs> I woke up and I texted an old mate um, who lives abroad nowadays. <laughs> I texted him Because um, it was like He was up um, I was watching the football And like <laughs> I was texting in the morning after He was like Oh how you feeling this morning I was like Yeah not great Like why I was like Oh yeah you called yesterday And you know You seemed Pretty out of it I was like I called you yesterday I called It was like 2am But he's in Um He's in England, so it was just like normal time for them. <laughs> Those poms. Normal time, innit, bruv? I was about to say fair dinkum, that's that's our thing. Um, but yeah, I was in a bad sort yesterday. Um, like, I don't know about you guys. I don't know, you know, which of the listenership suffers from like anxiety it's just like when your chest gets really heavy and you're super wired and the the thing with me everything fucking annoys me when i'm like wired like that um (laughs) like if it is mildly above room temperature i'll just be like fucking this is the worst thing to ever happen in my life like i just super wired and I've said that a lot, but it, that's the only way I can feel it. It's like when you do a lot of recreational party favours and you're just like super, super highly strung. It's like um, middle-aged men when they have Bundaberg, Bundaberg rum. It's it only It's only a matter of time and it's probably something that's very, very, very minor that's going to set it off, so... Yeah, I haven't felt like that in a while. Like, I was super down. and Like, yeah, so I now need another bottle of rum. It's a shame. It's so easy to drink. Actually, I've been drinking a lot of Sailor Jerry. <laughs> and by a lot, I mean I'm staring at three empty bottles of Sailor Jerry um, on my desk. But I keep them because, um, fun fact about Sailor Jerry, there's... Um, they make rum, but they also are like tattoo. It was originally like a tattoo design joint, and um, so on the inside of the front sticker, there's a tattoo design. And um, I went to a Sailor Jerry event in Melbourne when I first got into hospitality. Um, a couple of the boys got it, uh, got me into it. Um, fuck, who was it? It was the Garden Gate fellas. It was. Brody, um, Dan, Jack, Nat, all those guys. We went, I was just like, this was before I got my, uh, like all my tattoos. I was, I was a bit iffy on tattoos and I was living with my grandparents at that point. (laughs) They're anti a lot. Um, but yeah, they were just like, yeah, tasting of various rums, free tattoos. Um, if you um yeah free tattoos and shit but just like their designs and some of the designs are cool there's this one bottle that I've specifically got to keep cuz I'm going to get the design on my leg it's like a um eagle and a snake i don't know it's just cool bro i've got so many tattoos i'm going to get it crazy <laughs> um i don't know what's my next tattoo going to be I don't know if I told this joke on the podcast last week but I'm going to get who's Nile. this is actually the dumbest thing I might have ever done and when I get the tattoo it will be confirmed one of the dumbest things ever because it's just a joke that I made to myself that I think is funny enough to get tattooed it's my joke I don't think anyone else on the planet would laugh (laughs) Like, do I want to tell the joke? It's actually so fucking stupid. Like, it's almost embarrassing. Um, okay, I've talked about optimistic nihilism before. Um, and I was talking about it to someone I can't remember. I was like, "Oh, it's optimistic nihilism," and then in my head, for some reason, <laughs> the response was, "Who's Nile?" So I'm gonna get, "Who's Nile?" On my body somewhere. Dumbest joke ever. Um, And so dumb. Like, uh, just shut up. Um, But I am going to get... (laughs) I've got this really... Is it fun? I think it's a cool idea. Um, A tattoo of Eeyore smiling. That says nothing means anything anyways underneath it. I think that's pretty cool. Um I want to get I don't know why uh, it's a bit trashy but I think it's cool. I want to get like a butterfly down near <laughs> my like hip. <laughs> like I don't know why. It's it just seems fun. Um and yeah. Uh, all of this is just leading up to one day me just sinking everything into not being able to be eligible for, like, half the jobs and just sinking myself into a neck tattoo. I am so close <laughs> to just, you know, taking myself off the teaching market forever. Or I can just wear turtlenecks all the time because I've got a neck tattoo. Like, it's on the back of my neck under my mullet, so it doesn't really count. Um, but, yeah, that... <laughs> That was my day yesterday. But today was a lot better. And like, I drank so much to the point where I just stayed up till like four. And when I drink a lot, I I don't know. This is a really bad thing, and I've said it on the podcast before. I sleep so well after drinking, and I wake up fresh as a daisy. Went to bed at four, and woke up at 6.30. Feeling like absolute money. Like... Steph Curry from the halfway line Money Like I was Fresh Um (laughs) And I had nothing to do So I just walked around a lot Um So yeah Today's Today was nice I don't know I went for a couple of walks On the beach Because I could It was a nice day So Um, Yeah I also talked to my brother today For the first time In a minute not really. Oh, actually, more than I used to. Roshan is super hard to get a hold of because he's just like doing his own thing, which is like as as he should. But for some reason, I have this like thing in my head and I was talking to him about it that just like I really have this sense of like family. Like if I don't hear from, you know, someone for a while, I'll just be like, oh, better check in on him. Um, and like, <laughs> why should I not, not why should I, because they're my family. I love them, especially my brother and sister. Um, <laughs> but it's just like, I'm 24. Like, when does it get to the point where you're just like, yeah, I, I just <laughs> don't call my mom every week now. It's weird. Cause I talk to my mom more now than I did like when I probably should have. Um, cause like I didn't talk to my mum for years. Um, like we're good now. <laughs> we actually had a chat the other day and she was like, wow, I actually really enjoyed this chat, like good chats. And I was like, yeah, cause I've told you something about myself. Like I told her about me moving and, um, my ADHD stuff. And she was like, wow, good chats. I was like, yeah, because this is the first time I've told you anything about myself since I was like. 16 and I got diagnosed with like depression it's crazy to think how little your family probably knows you like we 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 get to a stage in our life where like they just don't know who you are not don't know who you are but like (laughs) if I told my family the way I lived they'd be like where'd you get that from who the fuck is that kid? Like, you know, working till early hours in the morning and getting fucked up and, you know, just living. I Like, yeah, that's... <laughs> You've grown up so much. You used to be such a, you know, introvert when you were a kid, and blah, 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 didn't like going outside and doing stuff. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's because I don't tell you anything, mom. But things are on the... Up. <laughs> I say after, like, describing in vivid detail how awful my day was yesterday. Things are on the way up. I'm feeling good now. Um, um, (laughs) Like, a day day closer to moving. Um, Like, I think early November is the move, is the wave. Um, Unless, actually, there's this really nice apartment on Park Street that I want to go for. Which is available like soon. So I'll apply and see how we go, but yeah. Looking forward to. It. Um Alright. What have we got in the notes app? It's notes app time, baby. Um Oh. Oh fuck, I swear I complain about this shit every week. For some reason I see a lot of like I hate talking about motivational shit because it annoys me so much when people, and I see it a lot on like Instagram and TikTok, like fitness pages and they're just like, ah, oh. you know, they're always watching you waiting for you to slip up. You got to keep grinding and doing this shit. I was like, I can absolutely guarantee with 100% certainty, no one gives a shit about it, my guy. Like, to a point, that it applies to, like, I don't know, famous people or people of power. Like, if you think about the government, for example. <laughs> people are, there are people who are quite literally waiting for Dan Andrews to get out so they could get in. Like, <laughs> that is the only case it. If you're a football team and you're in... Eighth position, you can guarantee. Ninth position is waiting for you to slip up. Like, yes, (laughs) in that context, it makes sense. However, in the um, like fitness world, we're just like, oh, people are you know waiting for me to slip up, so I got to grind hard and hustle. It's like, bro, fitness is a journey. (laughs) <laughs> you you are competing with yourself unless you're in an actual competition just just do you my guy no, uh, like, and I think about this a lot I used to I, I've now come to just the conclusion it's like no one cares that much for good or for bad it's almost like this the optimistic nihilism thing where you're just like nothing means anything for good or for bad No one cares that much for good or for bad. Like, obviously people care about you as a person, but like in the stranger acquaintance world, it's not that deep. You've got your friends and family who love you. And then to be honest, for me, the rest doesn't matter. I'm really trying to like rewire myself to care more about people around me value what they have to say and the experiences I can gain and, like, the things that I want to do. Because I was talking to my brother today and I think this is the first time ever, like, we've been seriously been on the same wavelength. Because, like, love him to death, Um, we've always been close, but we've always been, like, different. Um, like I'm very much a sports guy, you know, uh, sports, performing arts out there doing stuff. He's, um, like a more sciencey, sciencey skater. He skates a lot. Um, he's, he's getting more out there, um, now, but like, you know, back in the day it was a lot of gaming, a lot of skating and just. (laughs) that kind of area, but we've definitely, we're both on the same wavelength in that we're both just like, okay, (laughs) our dad was always just like, okay, school, uni, job, there's your life set. That's all you need to do. (laughs) And we both, we've both got to a point where we're just like, for what? To what end? Because I feel like I'm also at the point where um, just thinking about like graduating classes and like our age bracket people are breaking off people have graduated people are full-time jobs people are getting married starting families and then there's me who's just like here happy happy to be here here for the ride it's like yeah okay my best friends Lauren um, shout out Lauren! I know you're not listening, but I love you. Um, she's coming back to Victoria. I'm so excited. She's moving, so I'll get to see her more often. Um, married, full. F- oh, I was about to say full family. Like she's uh, bought a house. She's going to sell the house. She's going to do a PhD. <laughs> married. Um, Ash, co-host of the Last Call podcast on all your favorite podcasting platforms. <laughs> um six years of law school full-time lawyer me <laughs> a dude just a guy um just out here living and yeah actually had a really good chat with Rashad. Just was like yeah we <laughs> it's like we're just trying to live and have fun which is great i i like knowing that there are people in my corner because sometimes i feel very underwhelming it's like I hang out with Alia, um, like she just got a new job, um, doing like fitting and well, ah, not fitting and well, fit, so, something along those lines, something hands-on, uh, faux engineering type beat. I, I feel, I feel very much like a deadbeat brother sometimes, um, because yeah, like, <laughs> and this is another thing, the the standards and the hierarchy the patriarchy like I'm the older brother I should be doing this that you know looking after my sister and like I do I cook but like she skins me in every other way <laughs> like she gets paid way more than I do in a job that is you know not better but it's Accepted as a quote-unquote real job. That's another thing I've been really annoyed at recently. Hospitality being like a not a real job. Someone has to do it. Someone has to make you coffee in the morning. Don't diminish jobs that, you know, you <laughs> uh, take advantage of every day. Like the ability to go to a cafe. Or, you know, people are just like, oh, the arts aren't a real job. It's like, hey, stop fucking watching movies then. Don't play games. Um, don't go to live shows. Don't listen to music, Don't want to hear it. <laughs> you live your life as a boring accountant and you tell me the arts aren't a real thing. Um where was I?? fuck Oh alia <laughs> um, like anytime we have maintenance issues around the house, I'm just like, alia, what do we do? <laughs> she, she fixed our dryer. like our dryer was broken, the timing belt broke. She was like, oh, yeah, I just need a new timing belt and my toolkit. She fixed it. She's a fucking whiz. Like, I can't do that. I'm going to make a great house husband one day. Can't can't wait to marry a girl who makes six figures, and uh, <laughs> I'll just stay home with the kids. That's another thing. I have done a full 180 on wanting a family. <laughs> Don't know why. Maybe it's just temporary because I am um, alone. It all caps, alone. But I see, like I've been watching a lot of movies, um, especially rom coms, and I am just like, oh, <laughs> I want to feel like that. Some kid ran up to me the other day. I was just in the shops. He's like, you "Help me find my mom." Yeah, of course, mate. Yeah, you know, just hang out or just like just walking around. Um <laughs> found his mom. He's like, Thank you so much. I was really scared. I was like, Oh I feel like a protective father figure. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> I don't know, there's that. Whatever. Yeah, fine, I'll be a dad. Jesus. All right, don't twist the eye arm. Um, another thing about movies, um, I also read a lot of reviews for movies. Honestly, usually before it, so I can get a like a gist of like whether it's good or not, and I'll still probably watch it. People complain about like bad endings to movies, and like you know this should have happened; they should have ended up together. X, Y, Z really frustrates me because like I get how a movie can be poorly told and how an ending can be like poorly done in a movie art form type of way. But at the end of the day, movies, TV shows, plays, musicals, any form of art piece is an expression of a story that, like, shouldn't be linear. Nothing is linear in this world, I feel. Well, it shouldn't be. Like, is time linear? No. Time is cyclical or whatever it is. <laughs> whatever that jawn is. Why do I say jawn like that? Um, well, what's my overall point? You know, You know how, like, <laughs> some things just don't get resolved in your life? Like, things don't get resolved a lot. Like, you think about people who are just like, oh, so-and-so should have got with so-and-so. Like, I'm watching Criminal Minds at the moment, and I'm in, like, season 14, and I've just got past the um, JJ married with two kids with Will. But then, you know, she confesses her love for Spencer, and Spencer's just like, yeah, should I wait for JJ? She's just like... And I saw people were just like, uh, Spence and JJ should have ended up together. I was like, that's not how that works. Like, maybe in some timeline, but, like, you think of all the relationships that you've had. <laughs> just imagine if people were watching your life um, and they were just like, yeah, you should have ended up with that person. You'd be like, hey, <laughs> well, it didn't happen. Shut the fuck up. Don't remind me. <laughs> so I don't know like a story is a story not everything gets resolved and it like it has to cut off at a point I feel like not everything can be neatly wrapped in a bow not everything is told to the fullest extent um so yeah like life is random life is super chaotic there is there are zero promises in life what what is it death and taxes Death taxes and Gary Rowan not playing well in the finals. Like <laughs> death taxes and the Falcons being a shit football club. Like you know, <laughs> nothing is promised. Live your best life. That's all the motivation I want to hear. I don't want to hear this, oh. <laughs> bro. People are watching you. You have to be better than them. You grind hard. My mind smarter. My grind harder. <laughs> my car quicker it's like just enjoy it you know like i could i don't have to move right like i'm living at basically at home um like moving in after dad left right i don't pay rent we just pay bills um everything's super low maintenance um i'm saving money i'm not doing much so I don't have to, like, I don't have to move, but I feel like I just want to live. Living shouldn't, like, preclude me from... Fuck, that, that sentence was about to make zero sense. Um, and I know there's another thing Dad drilled into... Oh, pause. <laughs> into us as kids. He's like, oh, you're going to save money. You're going to buy a house one day. Like, for what? Like, I'm never going to buy a house. I, I'm fortunate enough for where um, our family owns just like random <laughs> shit ton of property, especially overseas in Indonesia, which is going to be a pain in the ass to sort out when the uh, relevant people pass because it's, just, it's, oh, it's gonna be fucking annoying. Besides the point, like dad owns this place. My grandparents own a fair few places. Um, because they were around in the, the 60s when you could buy a house two for one for $8 kind of thing. Like, the housing market has just got to the point where I feel so excluded, and I just don't want to. Like, what does money mean anyway? It is quite literally a value that we place on stuff. We could just not value anything, but we are so... Like, we do, obviously, but... If we really wanted to, if we wanted to break down the the like guidelines of society that we live in, again, optimistic nihilism. Nothing has to mean anything if you don't want it to. This is why I'm placing value on intrinsic ideals, like experiences and feelings with friends and family. Cause yeah, well, like at the end of the day, um, I don't know. (laughs) Drake has that song, uh, "Money in the Grave." It's like when I die, I put my money in the grave. Like, (laughs) and it's such a cliche. It's like the oh, you know, everyone dies. Um, we're all buried in the same earth. But it's like it's true. Doesn't matter if I die. If I die tomorrow, the fucking how much money do I have? Am I about to out myself? Hold on. Let me check. They're like <laughs> seven and a half grand that I have. It's like, then what? Oh, it's no use to me. It's like, I'm not saying I'm going to go live paycheck to paycheck, but just like, I'm going to spend the money that I do have and that I do make from work like into experiences that I want to have. Like, I'm not just going to save it. <laughs> like, buy a house, then what? Then you're in the exact same spot as you were, except with no money and a mortgage. And you still have a place to live. Whatever. That's my tirade. I'm pretty sure I'm done for the day. Um, but thank you so much. Ugh! This is the Beanbag cast. Recording this from my floor. Um, it's been the For All Hours podcast. I hope everyone is having a beautiful Beautiful day. We are so close to getting out of lockdown. Please, for the love of God and for the love of everyone around us, get vaccinated. I love you all. Have a good week.